Broadcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Welcome to Rainmaker. Rainmaker. Hosted by the founders of Webmaster Radio, Darren Pappen, also known as Essie Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy Shapiro Babin. Brandy. From their persistent work ethic to their personal accomplishments, Darren and Brandy bring you candid, no-holds-barred interviews and commentary with guests that exhibit inspiration, dedication to their craft, and leave an indelible mark on their path to success. And now, Webmaster Radio presents a program that is truly the destination for education and entertainment. This is Rainmaker. Well, hello everybody. It is Thursday, December the 4th, and uh, it is another weekly edition of Rainmaker. You should grab yourself an ice-cold, tasty beverage, pull on up, sit down, grab your headphones, or turn your speakers up wherever you may be. Uh, We have got one heck of an evening lined up tonight. Um, and and can I say we're, we're going to make the most of this one because we'll be on a flight coming back from Chicago next week. And uh, I think this episode holds uh, definitely a power-packed episode with a fantastic guest. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get kicked off there in a couple of minutes. But, of course, I am joined... Uh, as always, by my illustrious partner, Brandy Shapiro Babin. How are you? Illustrious. I like that. Now that you guys can use as a soundbite and a promo. You know, I would have to say today is not one of my better days. You know, you have those two days a year that are not so fun. Only two? Only two days. <laughs> I have two days a year that are not are my not so fun days. Uh-huh. However, so I'm very blessed that I only have two days. However, I have to say it has been turned around because we are going to have an amazing radio show tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as as I understand it, you you had um, a show recently in which you had um, the founder of Craigslist on, Craig Newmark. Absolutely. And um, it was it was an, a, an outstanding interview. Uh, with with you know g- getting a uh, you know a little bit more insight into uh, how things you know germinate and operate over there. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it's exciting because um, I love how he's actually here. But we're going to talk about him like he's not. Um, <laughs> but I I think that Craig is such an inspirational story that you can pursue your passion. Your passion can. Um, you know, it, it can be your your job. It can fuel your future, and that's what life is about. It's about having a passion, pursuing it, and um, and knowing what's important to you. And he's he's like the the ultimate success story. You know, started off in his bedroom with a list, and his followers on this email exchange actually titled him sort of like you got called se guru. You didn't t- you know you didn't name yourself. Everyone else thought that you were the guru of the search engines. He was dubbed himself, and obviously, I don't think there's anyone that I know who 
hasn't utilized Craigslist in one way or another. It's a, a multinational organization, and Craig's all about doing good works. Gee, now that I said all that, we don't need to have Craig here. All yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, and, and before we introduce him, just just a just a quick overview. Um, Craig Craig created the concept behind Craigslist in '95 uh, as a simple email exchange service, like you said, from his bedroom. And uh, today the site has about 10 billion page views per month and about 35 million unique visitors serving more than 550 cities in 55 countries. That is no small feat. And uh, without diving in uh, too much too, too much further, uh, we, we definitely do, do we have do we have yes, Craig? We do. We do? Okay. Let, let's bring him on. Craig, how are you? Hey, I'm uh, now well fed. I just had lunch, and I'm uh, happy to be here. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, good. A well-fed Craig is a happy Craig. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm afraid it's too high a priority for me, but we'll pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we have the pleasure of speaking to you from today? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in uh, Berkeley. I just got off campus after having a meeting with someone, and I just uh, realized that a sub right now would be very tasty. Hey, there you go. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> good, good, good sub. So may I ask with whom you were meeting with at Berkeley? Um, well, a guy uh, who used to be in the Clinton administration. I figure as I get a little bit involved in politics, I'm in over my head, particularly speaking as an nerd. So I uh, would tread cautiously. Good for you. know what? Good for you. So you now have the ability to reach out to people who've got a really strong background and get advice uh, from them. Good for you. Uh, sure. Yeah, the idea is there's a lot of people who are uh, committed to making things better, and they've, uh, they've been burned, and they've learned a lot, and I, I hope to learn without being burned uh, too much. There you go. Hey, let me ask you a question. You, I have you dubbed here as, um, God, do I need glasses? No, I don't need glasses. Um, you were dubbed as a surrogate, the uh, the technology surrogate for for Obama. Um, that uh, term was used too strongly in my case. I never really was an official surrogate. I was part of the technology committee and also the small business community. And maybe I provided a little advice, a little help, but uh, only a little. Um, I'm hoping it matters. Now the hard stuff begins. How do we change the way government works? How do we get regular two-way communication between uh, people in Washington and elsewhere, and then just people who might have good ideas? And, and, and just just quickly here, is that is that what the the role of a, a technology surrogate surrogate would encompass for you? Well, the role involves just uh, helping propose and then push policies, technology policies, which are pretty much good for everyone. Um, like there's net neutrality, mm-hmm. and there's the idea of universal broadband access. The deal is to get everyone involved, um, particularly in these uh, economic times. Which is, which is awesome. I mean, what a, 
you know, I mean, how exciting for you? You know, for those of you that don't know, Craig worked at, you know, IBM for 18 years. You've done a lot of really wonderful things. But, I mean, you do, like, from a, from a citizen perspective, and I mean this in the most respectful way, like, you are, like, the common guy, so to speak. Like, you, you've sort of, right? But, like, you are. Like, you've risen up through the ranks, but at the end of the day, you've made that journey. So, I... Um. Hard to say. I've never operated from the position of any uh, wealth or power or influence. And I do remember back in high school uh, getting uh, civics from Mr. Shulsky about what this democracy stuff is supposed to be about. <laughs> it uh, sunk in, and I'm uh, trying to follow through. Good for you. We love the fact that you know you're making an awesome contribution to the world you live in. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we, we're going to talk with with Craig exactly about what it was like to be on the advisory committee for Barack Obama and rolling his sleeves up in the middle of this campaign. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be back with more Rainmaker after this. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now back to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. And welcome back, everyone, to this December the 4th edition of Rainmaker. And, of course, I am joined by my lovely partner, Brandy Shapiro-Babin. And, of course, our fantastic, most popular guest... That I, I don't know if you haven't used Craigslist, you need to get out from under a rock. Uh, joining us, Craig Newmark. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. So as we were jumping out to break, um, you know, I, I, I had mentioned uh, that that you were on an advisory committee for Barack Obama. What exactly did that? advisory committee do like what 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 was your role there well again my role was very minor i was one out of a whole bunch of people trying to figure out uh, some technology policies which would encourage innovation ultimately getting jobs 
my focus was on the uh, on the internet industry, and frankly, I might have been providing a little bit of feedback regarding uh, what would be next for how American democracy works. Transition, huh? Uh, I'm trying to help out in very small ways. Okay. But I do realize that the people doing the actual work, they're trying to do more than any other transition team has ever done. Now, now, when you say that, what, 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 give me an example of that. Well, something I really didn't even notice till today was the way that the transition team is engaging the public on change.gov. They're implementing uh, serious discussion boards with a lot of give and take. And, uh, you know, until I read a blog uh, on the, uh, by the Sunlight Foundation, with which I'm involved, I didn't realize how good a job change.gov people are doing. That's terrific. You mean as far as in- engaging citizens in a conversation about where where democracy in the United States is headed? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, if you look at change.gov and the discussion on health care, they're experimenting with, again, some pretty intense to a discussion. They are listening. They're showing evidence of that. It's tough because millions of people want to be involved and the hard part will be how do you extract the good useful ideas from everything else many 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 moderators my friend <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> so let me ask you a question so you know as you've gotten involved in politics and i think you know you're an intelligent man what who you know who have you gone to that has given you some really great Advice traversing, you know, the political waters. Um, a few people, in particular, Andrew Roche and Mika Sifri, who run TechPresident.com and who run the annual Personal Democracy Forum, which is kind of a hub for how all this stuff is uh, moving ahead. I've also got help from uh, Ellen Miller and Mike Klein from the Sunlight Foundation. Awesome. Uh, who who inspired you the most, and who made you go, you know what, I'm pretty smart. I actually got this stuff under control. <laughs> well, the people who have inspired me most when it comes to uh, politics and values mm-hmm. and how that all works together, that's a combination of two things, two names. One name is uh, kind of obvious, and that's uh, oh, our uh, next president. Yeah. <laughs> the other person is the guy who... Uh, let's say, helps me clarify my values and so on. That's a guy named Leonard Cohen, who's best known as a singer and poet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Absolutely. Good for you. Good for you. little heart, a little soul, a little jazz. <laughs> now, now I got to ask this. Yesterday, you wrote a post on your C. Newmark blog on Stanford law professor Lawrence Lessig. Uh, you say things are really changing in Washington, and Larry's one of the people leading this effort. This is a big step toward networked grassroots democracy in ways that are hard to explain unless you're in the thick of it. The digital divide we face here is generational. What did you mean by that? Um, I've been reading a lot about... Uh that was uh, the millennial generation. These are pretty much people under uh, 30 who've come of age with uh, electronic communication uh, and on the web and instant messaging and so on. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, the deal there is that uh, 
people under 30 are using electronic communications to get work done, to socialize, to mm -hmm. do commerce in ways that are probably smarter and more effective than baby boomers, including myself. Yeah, they're um, early adopters. That is, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you've grown up with instant messaging right. and the nets and Facebook, you're probably making better use of these technologies than uh, someone who might be much older. And uh, the idea is that you may be uh, more effective politically, but that difference, that divide, is more likely generational than, uh, let's say, ethnic. Right. So you're saying different technologies... The, the, the use of like all of these new technologies, so to speak, in you know the social networking sites and, and texting and what have you, is, is what's going to resonate more with a younger crowd, and that's sort of like the I mean, it is the wave of the future. Uh, that's what's happening. Yeah, and me. Thanks, uh, Brandy, for showing up. <laughs> on a, on a, on my blog, you know, cnewmark.com, uh, you'll see on a Saturday I'll be celebrating my birthday by posting a picture of my AARP membership card <laughs> that's American Association of Retired Persons and you'll see on the card you'll be able to figure out what anniversary that is therefore how old I am oh I know and I'm not I'm not close to 30 <laughs> you know with that mellifluous tone you know I have to say and Darren you, I don't, oh you've spoken to Mike Smith before I, I do get a kick out of the fact that like in talking to you Craig you have this mellifluous, very laid-back tone. You know, I think during any sort of crisis, you keep everyone calm because of your tone. <laughs> and then you have Mike Smith, who's like, um, you know, who, who's on your PR team, who is probably like one of the best, you know, biggest like cheerleader, you know, hyped rah, up, rah, 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 rah by, you yeah. know, and it's, it's so adorable listening to the, the difference between the two of you. I, I got to ask this now. You know, you had spoke earlier uh, in regards to net neutrality. Um, recently, we know that, that Barack Obama had taken two key players that were very much involved in uh, net neutrality and had appointed them to the FCC. Uh, for those that are listening, first first and foremost, that don't really understand what net neutrality is, can you give us a little bit of overview on that, and, and then follow up with your thoughts on on uh, the the appointments of of these gentlemen to the FCC that were a part of the that movement. Net neutrality is a complex subject. It basically has to do with treating everyone's servers on the net equally in the sense that people shouldn't be able to pay for special privilege where their traffic shouldn't be favored over others. That's an oversimplification, but the gist of it is it is about fair treatment and equality. Um, again, uh, I am oversimplifying it, but that's a good thing, especially in the sense that there have been people who have been trying to pick a fight on this subject. These guys are usually uh, lobbyists or public affairs people who are trying to extend and prolong the argument because the more people are arguing, the more they can be involved in things. And uh, both sides of the net neutrality issue are closer together than they realize. But again, uh, there have been people who tried to pick a fight and they succeeded, but that'll be over. On the appointments, well, remember, uh, Barack isn't uh, president quite yet. He does have some people heavily involved in these matters, 
Um, these have people like, uh, oh, Jonathan Adelstein, who's currently an FCC commissioner. And then there's guys like uh, Julius Janikowski, who are pretty seriously involved. Sure. But like, uh, like uh, Barack says, uh, there's only one president at a time. Indeed, indeed. What what would you say? Uh, you know, there's 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 rumor going around about regulation, and, and um, when you look at net neutrality, and um, you know the movement of you know certain appointments to the FCC, is there a connection between the two? Uh, well, you got to get good people uh, in charge of our nation's communications to avoid giving more privileges to the already privileged. Net neutrality, though, is not about regulation. Uh, the idea is that the way telecoms, you know, and I, it's the way telecoms make their money is they're using public resources. They lay cables, uh, you know, across public rights of way. They use the public airways. And in return, we don't ask much. You know, we, the public, don't ask right. much. We just ask uh, for them to uh, try to create a level playing field to the extent possible. You know, I'm, no one's expecting perfection, just a reasonable deal. And that's the uh, whole net neutrality thing. So a lot of people, again, trying to pick a fight who uh, make false claims about regulation, but that's rather deliberate deception. I, I, I mean, there's definitely hardcore proponents on on both sides of the fence here. Um, you know, you had written an article back in October of, of 2006 uh, as commentary for CNN explaining the basics of net neutrality and the political process that was surrounding it. Do you think? What do you think the difference is in the climate today as a result of the election versus? Two years ago, three years ago. Well, let's say uh, the last eight years have been marked as a uh, administration where the privileged routinely pay for more privileges. That started ending in 2006, and that's uh, you know ending in a much bigger way now. That's not to say it'll be all be fixed. That's not saying it's all going to be taken care of uh, really soon. But it'll start to happen in the, uh, in the, uh, in, it's, it's, the effect is starting to happen more and more, especially when, now that we're controlling your role of lobbyists and government a little more. What I'm laughing now is that I, I'm outside of a coffee house at the moment, and uh, a guy who would, uh, recognize me just, uh, took a photo. <laughs> and I'm not... I'm not used to that yet. Oh, we're coming out for another one right now. That one didn't work well enough. <laughs> you should be holding... It's getting uh, more and more surreal. How fun. All right, so how does that make you feel? I mean, you know, because we couldn't tell from the tone in your voice that, that, you know, all these people were around you enamored, taking pictures. Paparazzi style. Uh, it's, nothing, it's nothing like that. I'm just outside of a, co- uh, a coffee house right now. I seem to be drawn to them. And... Uh, <laughs> That new clock is a big deal. Oh, they want one more. Okay. <laughs> Can I look? AARP was never I, uh, so sexy. My problem is that I'm relatively short, which makes for uh, it's more difficult to adjust the uh, photo. Now, like, now that one's humor. I think I think this is definitely a first on the show. I, I, I do believe it is. Oh, I think life it- is odd, getting odder. <laughs> 
So, so uh, tell us. Uh, obviously, we're 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 coming down to the the end of our time here, and obviously, we gotta we gotta have you back, Craig. Yeah, you know, there's there's you know, I think we're we're scratching the tip of the iceberg here, but but you know, you've had a, a lot of involvement with with the campaign with and and um, very very interested in the transition. Give give us your perspective on what you think we can expect out of this transition. Let's say in the first two years. Um, I can only uh, speculate a bit. Sure. We are all for sure going to see a government which actually is listening to people and doing something about it. And we're going to see a government overall which will be driven more by everyday human needs rather than by the perceived needs of the already privileged. We're going to see a foreign policy which will rebuild the, uh, the reputation of the U.S. throughout the world. I mean, I've, spent, I've spoken with a lot of people from overseas, and they have a lot of confidence in the American people, despite their uh, other feelings about the American government. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now we're a, a country with some problems, but we're finally getting serious about addressing those problems. Which is important. You had a conversation with Luca Posey in Detroit, correct? Who's from Publicis. I've had a- Lots of conversations with a lot of people now. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, because I mean, that's one of big Luca Posey's over at Publicis. I think he's a vice chairman. I, I, yeah. I don't want to. And I mean, that's one of his biggest missions in life is rebuilding America's credibility and the way people view America abroad. Yeah. So you know, rock yeah. on. We're all about that. Okay, so let me ask you. We're gonna. Yeah. All right. This is unfortunate. The producer is beginning to. He's going to take off like a helicopter. So we're going to give you a birthday present, Craig. Oh, sure. So guess what you get for your birthday? Is it cake? (laughs) Let us eat cake. Come on, Craig. You are not a normal guy, and you are not getting a normal birthday present from us. Okay. What we're doing is what actually we're giving you what what you've already agreed to do. So we'll make the announcement here. Craig Newmark is getting his own half-hour radio show on Webmaster Radio. Yeah, baby. Um, I get to posture it as a present. (laughs) Because <laughs> it is, you know, a lot of views, a lot of news. Um, you know, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a really fun show that will allow you to forward um, the mindshare of of America and beyond, so that we can move forward in a positive way. Would you please tell everyone there to quiet down? <laughs> it's the dogs. <laughs> I, I, I hear dogs back there. So <laughs> <laughs> we're excited. How are you going to celebrate your birthday? Uh, me, well, I'll be in New York. I'll be uh, seeing some friends. And, you know, I, I do love the city, so I'll be wandering around uh, the city a lot. Good for you. Are you going to use your AARP card? Are you going to try it out? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'll be using a variety of cards. Hopefully, <laughs> I won't... Uh, I will, hopefully, I won't be using the get out of jail free card. Yeah, that there you go. No, you know what? Hopefully, you will, my friend. Hopefully, uh, you will. Life uh, is to okay. life is to live and push the envelope as far as you can. But listen, we wish you the very happiest birthday. Our team will be working on your production elements for your birthday gift here, <laughs> so they won't be taking your birthday off. And, and, and Craig, well, welcome to the family. And of course, we wish you the best and the most for your birthday. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and if you need us to, you call us, and we'll 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 come get you out of jail. 
<laughs> we can be your call recall. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Craig Newmark of Craigslist. Thanks so much for being on yeah. tonight. And happy, happy birthday. Thanks, folks. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you. You, you got it. La- ladies and gentlemen, Craig Newmark. Indeed. Super nice guy. I, I think the chat room, uh, I, I think uh, Jim Hedger just just uh, has to change his drawers at about this point because I, I, I think the news of, of Craig coming on and having his Doing own his show, show, yeah, I think flipped them out. See, I, I take, when people say yes to me, I take it very seriously. Yeah, they have And it. I decide, right. <laughs> let's, you know, let's not wait. Let's use that yes n- now. Absolutely, um, but yeah, but you know what? I think it's I think it'll be a really fun and important show. Well, I mean, because when I, I think, I, I mean, when you think of Craig from Craigslist, what do you do? You, you you think of you know one big classifieds you know guy and what have you, and and, and he I is feel far, bad for the newspaper company. Like like really though, he's far from that. He 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 is very much an activist. He very much believes in rolling up his sleeves and and getting his hands dirty and and is out there doing so. He's eating a sub right about now. He's yeah. probably got tomato running down. <laughs> but you know what? I was actually going to bring up to him, because, you know, now we're brainstorming on air, but what the hell, um, is because he's all about customer service. And I think his business card even says, like, customer service rep. Um, we always wanted to do that show. It's, you know, not in the notes. Yeah. Yeah. He might be. It's we might have to notes. sign. We may have to sign him up for two shows. One talking about, you know, technology integration globally and, and the the forward moving of policy and transparency. Oh, and maybe he can. Maybe he can contribute with that's a wrap. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So. so, but all right, we're leaving, folks. Brandy, of course, is just getting into this. I'm still not used to doing the show at six versus seven. My wheels are just getting greased, but. I guess if I keep going like this, it's going to go off the track. I see yeah. the, they're looking at me saying, Brandy, be quiet. So I'm. I'm and that is, that is yes. what it is. It is. For December the 4th. Absolutely. Of Rainmaker. Absolutely. Folks, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight. And of course, uh, you can catch uh, all the episodes right here uh, from Rainmaker over at webmasterradio.fm. Just make sure you go over and navigate right down the left-hand side. You'll find us in the entertainment section. We're in the entertainment section? We are. We're entertaining? Well, that's that's because of some of your jokes. So so we have to classify that as entertainment. entertainment. There you go. Rock on. I know we get a little flack from that, but, you know, we, we, we try. Uh, but that is going to do it for us, folks. Uh, we will be uh, amiss next week because we will be traveling back from uh, Chicago Search Engine Strategies. Um, ah, but children, if you're going, we'll see you there because we are infiltrating absolutely. the conference. If you are not going, then go to the conference website, searchenginestrategies.com. Check out the keynotes, which actually one of uh, Craig Newmark's good friends, Lawrence, Larry Lessig, um, is going to be keynoting. A lot of great keynotes. We are going to be streaming them live and podcasting them. That's right. So you get to feel like you were there and get some of the -the up-to-the-minute information, even if you're not. That's right. But if you haven't registered yet, run on over, searchenginestrategies.com, click on Chicago, drill on down, get yourself signed up right now 
now. You're not going to want to miss out on this conference. Absolutely. Uh, whether if people always say, "Oh my God, it's cold in Chicago," okay, yes, but it's not going to be as cold as it was last year. Yay! And it means that a beautiful Ansel Adams like <laughs> scene yeah. right outside of of the windows there at the Hilton on Michigan Avenue is an amazing place for a conference and uh, I'm sure that everyone in attendance is going to have an amazing time. Yeah, Tons of really, really great informational panels uh, that are going to help you, you know, keep your job, get a better job or, you know, oh no, wait, listening to us allows you never to have to work again if that's your dream. Is that it? Absolutely. Good. (laughs) Awesome. Folks, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Rainmaker. Once again, we will catch you not this coming week, but the week following. You guys travel safe if you're heading to, heading to Chicago. Otherwise, make sure you have a safe and enjoyable upcoming two weeks. We will see you back here in two weeks. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>